When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's good to see you. Nice to see you, too. I like the fact that your sweater matches your hat. Uh, is that a euphemism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about your pubic hair. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Your, and and you, my sweater. And your sweater. <laughs> so, you know, I like the fact that your sweater matches your hat. Um, uh, for those people who can't see us, which is all of you, Michael is Natalie attired in a... Uh, a ribbed gray turtleneck sweater. For perfect, pleasure. Perfect for the weather because it's a cold one today in New mm-hmm. York City. And he's got a matching checkered gray hat. Uh, you, you, uh, there's a part of the New York Times does a style uh, section. Um, and every, I think every weekend they have like shots of people on the street. Mm-hmm. And I am just hoping and praying that someone snapped your picture. I've been wandering around for hours with that very same hope. I, I don't know that sometimes you necessarily know that they're taking your picture. So – don't, don't you need to give them permission when they take your picture? No, they're the New York Times. Uh, Remember Valerie Flame Flame? Yeah. What yeah. about her? I don't know. It doesn't really apply. Right. And she you, went to prison. No, she didn't. No, she didn't go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> but her husband did. You Sean Penn. She's married to Sean Penn. A kind of, a, 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 what would you call it, a long sleeve waffle tee? Yeah. That's, I don't know if you call it a waffle tee. Well, it's got a kind of wa- uh, long sleeve uh, maybe like a, 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 a undergarment of Maybe some a sort. long sleeve waffle shirt. Sure, I, I, wore, I wore under my sweater, but now we're at Mate's headquarters. I was feeling a little toasty. I took my sweater off. And uh, what I'm noticing is that you can really see your arm muscles through the shirt, and it's bumming me out. It's bumming you out because I'm reminded no arm muscles. Yes, because I'm reminded by looking at you that I have the physique of a 12 year old girl. Right, but that serves you well. Not really. A little bit. I mean, don't you think? Because people go and see you and. Somebody once told me there's you know if the if the comedian is buff mm-hmm. and muscular mm-hmm. it's a bit of a turnoff. Yeah, you don't like that. Right? Yeah. So uh, you, you got those people here's in the spades. weird thing. Here's the weird thing about that. Go on. That only applies to white comedians. No. Black comedians. Really? You expect to be kind of buff. Think about right. the black comedian. Think about Jamie Foxx. The current sort of uh, crop of black comedian like Steve Harvey's now all in shape. Uh-huh. Like Sinbad's relatively in shape. Uh, Eddie Murphy was fucking like Eddie Murphy he was, was a stud. Yeah, he became a movie star. Yeah, yeah. But if you see if you see a white comic mm-hmm. in shape, you think, oh, that asshole. You Carrot top w- is what you think. Yeah, you want it to be Jim Gaffigan, right? Who we love, uh, I adore. Jim Gaffigan's whole bit is basically based on the fact that he's a pasty white guy. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a marshmallow that's been left out in the sun. Right. Right, and that's why he does so well. Right, that's why he takes roles from us. What if, what if, what if Gaffigan got into shape? You'd be like, ugh, I don't yeah. want to hear the hot pockets guy, you know, looking like that. Or what? Look what happened to Piscopo? He got in shape. Yeah, and that was it. That was done. He became a joke. Right. In fact, his carrot top had to move to Vegas. That's right. Because carrot top used to be, remember, uh, you know, a carrot skinny. top, skinny with this, you know, kind of an unwieldy, unlikely looking. Carrot look top like, kid. Look like the Wendy's girl. And I saw him at uh, – I saw him in Vegas. You mm-hmm. know we're, we're in Vegas, you and I, every second weekend. Yep. 
And I saw this guy and he was pneumatic. What does pneumatic mean? P-N-E-U. Right. M-A-T-I-C. Right. I know how to spell it, but I don't know what it means. Okay. P-N-E-U. Okay. M-A-T-I-C. Oh, pneumatic. now I know what it now means. Now you got it? Now that I've spelt it for you? <laughs> um, it means you're inflated like a tire. Oh, got it. Yes. Uh, from the French pneu, which is tire. Uh-huh. Um, and this is this an guy. An attic for the thing above your an attic house. for the thing above your house. You're inflated like a tire in an attic. Right. And this is what this guy looked like. I mean, it was shocking. He's got muscles on his muscles. If you haven't seen images of Carrot Top, and probably most of you have, but if you haven't, it's really worth Googling just to see what Carrot Top looks like now. Because he looks amazing. I'm going to count to five, and in that five seconds, Google Carrot Top. One, two, three, four, and five. And when I said amazing. See what we're talking about? When I said amazing, I didn't mean amazing in the positive way. I meant amazing in like, holy shit, I didn't know a human body could look like that. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly right. It really is. A matter of it, – it, it's somewhat it's, – it's like when Sylvester Stallone, before we knew that you could as, – as innocent children, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky had a very impressive physique. Yeah. And he ran up those steps in Philadelphia and he did one-arm push-ups and he just looked like a stud. Mm-hmm. Cut to the Rambo movies mm-hmm. where he was a cartoon cutout of a Greek – Physique, mm-hmm. he just um, inflated in in places and then rippled in other places and got veiny, got real veiny, veiny, really veiny. Couldn't wait to take his shirt off. I remember this movie Cliffhanger, set in the dead of winter, and it took him fourteen seconds mm-hmm. to be climbing through the snow uh, with his biceps and uh, shoulders showing. Yeah. Now, at the time, I thought, wow, he just must work out a lot. I thought the same thing. Now I realized there was a syringe full of dope. Right. And that is what gets you pneumatic. Right. I got to get some of that stuff. No, you don't because you know you have a fine career as a comedian. And the second you start becoming pneumatic, I feel – I'd give it all up. For that? Yeah. Interesting. I'd give it all up. All of this. All of this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean even the Mates podcast? All of it. Wow. Just to have one arm that uh, looked like that. That's all I want. Ah, vanity. I just want one arm. Mikey Tom. Eat snacks. So here are the podcasts. We've had a number of different uh, snacks. What, what was funny is I, I said to you uh, while we were just joshing in the green room beforehand um, and uh, just listening to the din of our fans outside clamoring for autographs, mm-hmm. um, I said above the din, kind of cool that we've been doing this for a number of weeks now and we've yet to have a chip. Right. And you responded, combo's a chip. Yes. And I took a swing at you. Right. And you, you might not be the biggest guy in the world, but you've got cat-like reflexes. You backed up, banged your head off that metal part of the door, mm-hmm. fell screaming, oh, my head. Right. You know, I picked you up, put some ice on it, mm-hmm. laughing all the time that you thought combo was a chip. I don't see how else you categorize it. I it's really a, don't. First off, how about this? Fucking pretzel is a lot closer than chip. But a pretzel is a chip, bitch. See, that's funny to me that you think a pretzel is a chip. What the fuck is it if it's not a chip? I'm going to explain it to you. It's a P-R-E-T-Z-E-L is what it fucking is. A pretzel is in the chip category. Just like a potato chip is a chip. A yeah. Frito is a chip. A potato is a chip. A pretzel is not a chip. You think pretzel has its own category? Yeah. And you know what it is? Pretzel. I, I mean, What I are you going to bring? A couple of bags of pretzels and chips. I wouldn't, to I me, wouldn't do that. I, to would me, say, I would say I'm bringing chips and uh, included in that might be some pretzels. Oh, so you differentiate between the chip and the pretzel? No. You I'm saying did. I might bring some chips 
And in that, when I show up with my chips, one of those bags might be pretzels. It's a poor man. And especially a poor snack aficionado that cannot differentiate between. Of course, I can sni- differentiate. I'm you're, saying- you're a guy saying a combo is a pretzel and a combo is a chip, and I feel our viewers are like, click. But, it, but we know it's not a we know it's not a pretzel, having sampled them a couple of weeks ago. One of the combos. What I'm was saying a pretzel. is, it's closer to a pretzel any given day of the week than it is Bullshit. a chip. A uh, combo is not closer to a pretzel than a chip. The, if you eat the pretzel combo, who who are you? I don't even know who I'm looking at. Here's what happened, folks, is some guy infiltrated, and I thought this might happen, put on a Natalie, uh, just got a natty sweater mm-hmm. and a fancy hat, and now he's impersonating Michael Ian Black. Gets you into a lot of parties. <laughs> yeah, what kind of parties? Ah, Hollywood parties. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. I mean, what kind of Hollywood parties? Well, I mean, I'm just, I mean, a guest list might include Rachel Maddow. Yeah, yeah, our, go, our, our, our go-to girl. Selma Blair. Selma Blair. <laughs> you... You're at the Playboy Mansion uh, frequently. Yeah. What's that like? The weekends that I'm not in Vegas, I'm at the Playboy Mansion. And what's the Playboy Mansion like versus, like, say, an all-night uh, sex fest at, at, uh, at Vegas up, uh, in, up in the top of the Bellagio? I would say the difference is cleanliness. Yeah, the girls are prettier at the Playboy Club and cleaner. Uh, or maybe they're not prettier. I don't know. No, it's just that the 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 the, the entire Playboy Mansion yep. is covered in a thin sheen of semen. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you're sitting in just a sheen, a sheen of semen. Yeah, it it, it all looks like it, you walk in there and you, your eyes hurt a little bit because it looks like it, the lights reflecting off. the Oh, sheen. it glistens. It glistens and shines. And uh, that's probably why they don't clean it up. Oh yeah, free sparkle. Well, but it, it's more than that. There's also a lot of celebrity semen mixed in there, you know, oh. from years past. Yes, of course. You know, James Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, sure. they'll, they'll point it out to you. Yeah. This is where, this is where Jimmy Kahn blew his yeah. load. Michael Caine. That's where Michael Caine blew his load. Yeah, sure. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford blew his, blew his load right on that chair right over there. Really? That chair right there? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to sit in that chair. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's, it's Burt Reynolds? Everywhere. Yeah. Burt Reynolds Burt. is everywhere. Yeah, he, just, he did the whole Playboy match. They've got a whole – they've got a, uh, Burt a whole Reynolds Burt Reynolds wing. Reynolds wing. Yeah. <laughs> And they'll point out this is a cannonball run jizz stain. Uh-huh. This is a uh, uh Smokey and the Bandit. Yes, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. This is a Sharky's machine uh wall. He's got a wall. And, and relatively small for the Jill Clayburgh movie he did. Yeah. There's, there's not much of a <laughs> No. No. Legal Eagles? That was that him? That was Rob Redford. Oh yeah. Well, there's a Redford. There's a there's a Redford. I see rug. I thought Redford didn't a Redford rug. See, yeah. I thought Redford kind of eschewed they, that kind they of They had behavior. it brought in. He didn't uh-huh. do it there. Uh, oh, I see. He did it, it in Utah. In. And then they brought it in. And they flew it in from Utah. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like poured it over the... Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing at a play by match. Yeah, he jerked off into a pickle jar in Utah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. brought it in. They brought it in. And poured it over the rug. Was it kind of ceremonial, do you think? Uh, and I don't behold... Know. I don't know. Because you, when, when you're there, you're so starstruck as they're pointing out all the different sure, juice stains. Sure. You don't ask questions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For all I know, it's just anybody's sperm. But, right. but I believe it. I assume I assume there's legal. They've rights. got James Con and Scott Con. That's the amazing thing. Side by side. Side by side. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little unsettling. Well, they did it at different times. It was decades apart. Oh, I see. But I they see. had Scott Con. Because I got. I feel like James Con is still trying to get in there. Oh, Con's there every day. Jimmy, <laughs> but he can't. He can't shoot anymore. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why is he there then? You know. Yeah. Force of habit. The ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but sure. I, but uh, Hugh was telling me, uh, he was saying that they had Scott aim for that specific mark. Oh, that's nice. It was nice, yeah. Yeah. You and know, it's, it's all about family over there at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. 
Yeah. Today on Mates, Mates we've got uh, what, what? I, I got a little surprise for you. I feel um, sometimes when we're in the thick of the chocolate and the salt and the sugar, um, I, I wonder if I'm taking care of you enough. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're good friends and have been good friends for a long time, and there are times when I think that one of the one of the uh, true signposts of friendship is when. You're you're looking out for the other person's interests, and, you, and I think not even uh, concerned about me, but wondering if you're getting everything you should be getting for your optimum level of health. And today on Mates for our snack, I brought in a little crudite, and you you seem upset by this. Not upset. A little, a little angry. Nah, it's just, you know, here's the thing. If I'm going... You don't want me looking out for you. If I'm going... I appreciate you looking out for me. No, you don't. Tell me why. I want to know why. I, I got no problem with you looking out for me, but it implies a certain, I don't know, unhealthiness on my part. I don't feel unhealthy. I feel like I'm trying to think of the... I mean, mentally, yes. We no. talked about that. No, but in terms of if I were, say I was doing one of those movies where, you know, there was a virus Mm -hmm. sweeping the land, not only would I cast you, I feel like I would tell the makeup person, "Mm, you don't really have to go crazy on this one. What, when I'm saving the world? No, just, no, you're under the, the... Oh, and I'm like swinging through... You know, hell off helicopters and jumping. No, you're off. dying from a contagious virus. Oh. Sorry. And I think I would tell the makeup artist, don't go overboard. He he looks pretty sickly. And so I, I know that you think you can fend for yourself and you've got fifty plus years of trying to do so. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it was working before. And because I want to keep you around, again, that's the value of our friendship, I feel like I take it upon myself to look out for you a little bit. So to look out for you and um, to add a little variety to the Mates podcast, today um, we have some crudite. This is uh, – do you want to describe it? There's, there's three separate elements to the crudite today. Mm-hmm. There's a styrofoam tray, store-bought, cellophane-wrapped – uh, half celery, half carrot, uh, pre-cut. Along with that, a oh, I would say about a eight ounce, ten ounce, eight ounce container of hummus. This is Joaquim's Foods old fashioned hummus, uh, and then in smaller letters for garlic lovers. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing this is going to be a garlicky hummus. Probably why they wrote that. Now, when I walk into a party, yeah, and I'm thinking to myself. This is going to be a great party. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to get to that party yeah. because I know there's going to be all kinds of great food. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I see a plate of vegetables and hummus. Mm-hmm. I say to myself, I'm leaving. Yeah. 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 That's the last that's the last thing I want to see when I walk into a party. This is a party. This is not a health shop. Right. I'm right. not I'm not here 
to, 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 to get nutrients. Mm-hmm. I'm here uh, to get diarrhea. Exactly That's right. my preference when I'm at a party. Yeah. Give me bean dip. Give me, uh, give, me, give me meats on skewers drizzled in uh, maple syrup. I don't know. Anything that will lead to diarrhea. Anything that – yes. What I don't want – You don't want to be bound up. <laughs> this kind of fiber will bind you up. Yes. Yeah. I'm not looking for – I'm not looking for a healthy choice. No. My, my, and my fucking wife says shit like this all the time. Well, yeah. Well, when, when, when it's a kid's birthday party – yeah, we'll give them junk food, but let's also give them a healthy choice. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Right. They don't want a healthy choice. Sure. They want shit, and I want to give them shit. Yeah, kids That's want my shit. job as a father. Kids want shit. On other days, if you want to make them eat the, 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 the crudite, fine. Not on their birthdays. Yep. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that, honey. It's their birthday. Yeah. Come You on. want them to hate you even more than they already do? It's their birthday. Right. They don't need to eat celery. Right. She put, she put crudite in a pinata. Oh, well, that's okay. That's fun. Yeah, because you smash that sucker. Right, and the kids, are kids start get crying. Collapsed. They yeah, start crying the and you just fall, laugh. You just a, laugh. A big pinata full of carrots is heavy. <laughs> that can crush a kid's head. No, they're just so disappointed. They see the carrot. Oh, I can't wait for candy. Yeah. We got it up. We got it up. Yeah. Carrots. Worst party ah. ever. Go home. Yeah. You want your kids to hate you. Fill a pinata full of what carrots. What you want them to do is develop character. And if they always think the pinata's full of candy, one day yeah. their expectations are going to be fucking shot through when they show up for work and it's, hey, get me coffee, buster. Yeah. It's well, oh, I thought I was hired to be an architect. Yeah. yeah. You know, the In architect of getting me coffee. In 12 years, right. maybe. If you get me coffee right for the next 11. So, uh, but here's the thing I should say about that. You hate it. You'll leave the party. But this podcast is not just for us. And we recognize that there are many people with – of whom we have worked with, um, that will forego the crap choice for the healthy choice. Not happily. I've never met anybody who will happily do that. And yet, it's there. It's there. And we are, we are people who are in the snack game. Yes. And we do not discriminate. No. This is a prevalent and oft-chosen snack. It's a lazy man's snack, though. How so? Because it's like, oh, let's give them a healthy choice. Who get the carrots and celery and Why the stupid hummus? Why is that more hummus? lazy than opening a, a bag of salami <laughs> or, or chips, as it might be? Uh, I like the bag of salami. Uh, I, that's, a, that's a product, I feel like, whose time has come. <laughs> bag of salami. <laughs> Can I tell you, my, one, my, my friend Kevin Jumaville got horrendously drunk at college one night. Uh, horrendously drunk. Probably the first guy to do that. No, no, he wasn't. It oh, okay. turns out we've done some research <laughs> and colleges for drinkers. Okay. Okay, so we didn't know that at the time. He gets – on a 40 of vodka, he gets hammered, okay? And in colder weather than today, mm-hmm. um, in Canada, wearing a white button-down shirt at 2 o'clock in the morning, goes to the 24 hours A&P thing and he's got 14 bucks in his pocket. And he goes to the deli section and he orders $14 worth of roast beef. <laughs> okay? And they hand it to him and he doesn't wait for the guy to wrap it all up. He takes it and he stuffs it in his shirt pockets, <laughs> his front shirt pocket. And he takes the price tag. You know, they, they, uh, they put the price yep. tag on top of the roast beef mm-hmm. uh, package, right? But because there's no package, it's stuffed in his shirt. He sticks the price tag on his forehead, mm-hmm. $14. And he goes to the checkout and the checkout person is just looking at him like, Here's a guy, and he's pulling roast beef out of his thing and eating it, right. shoving it in his mouth, and they, they kind of look at him bewildered, and he just points mm-hmm. to the $14 stamped on his forehead, pays the 14 bucks, and, and <laughs> goes home. And 
proceeds to vomit as he gets in the door of his house and fills up um, the the shoes and sneakers at the doorway uh, on the on the shoe mat right with with vomit individually. There was a jar, there was a glass there and shoes and he kind of sprayed oh. all the way across and but knowing in his drunken stupor that this wasn't right, he took pieces of paper and uh, napkins and. <laughs> placed them on top of the shoe and the little glass that were there. Mm-hmm. So he was he was hiding the evidence essentially. <laughs> He's like, no, no one will see that I've half filled up this jar with puke because I've covered the top of it. Goes up to his house and cranks. Goes up to his room. I apologize and cranks. Um, stings. We'll be together tonight. <laughs> so loud at two o'clock in the morning. Now the the house is shaking. So a call comes. He won't let people in. They call me to come over and kind of rescue him, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, I, I go I, – I, his door is locked. I break in through the window. I step on his roommate's bed. Huh? Says mm-hmm. his roommate. That's it. The house, believe me, is, sh- is shaking. With I go, sting. What? With sting. Yeah. With, he just got we'll it on repeat. We'll be together tonight. Oh, yeah. Together. You know? And uh, so I come to his room and I come in uh, – I come in there and he, I'm, I'm trying to get this thing turned off, and he's like, "Oh, it's no problem, it's no problem, it's no problem." But he's screaming at the top of the lungs, "Kev, how do you turn this off? I, I can't seem to work that. I don't know why I can't. Maybe I was drunk too." But he, he says, "No problem, it's no problem, it's no problem." And he ends up backhanding the machine into a lamp, knocking the lamp over. The room goes dark, silence. I fumble for the for the uh, the overhead light. I turn it on and. I swear to you, he stares at me. He calls me Cap. That's, that was a nickname he had for me. Light goes on. He looks at me and goes, Cap, you just get here? <laughs> he says to me. So that's my uh, – Well, that's the end of the story. That's my, well, that's my uh, bag of salami story. The closest I get a bag of salami is a, a shirt load full of roast beef. Oh, oh, oh. That's, where that, that's why I thought of it. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a cute story. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad what at all. What happened the next day? Did, they, did, did anybody put their feet in the shoes accidentally and uh, – Get covered in foot vomit? As I recall, he invited a girl over and she was undeterred by the vomit. Yeah. And as I recall, he got lucky. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to be with that fella? As you do in college. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's probably about four pounds of roast beef in his pocket. I mean, 14 bucks worth of roast beef. Is a, I mean, it was falling all over, all over the place. Yeah. It was spilling out of the pocket. It was all over the floor. And he was just chowing down. Nary a care. So he had a snack of roast beef. He had, yeah, he had, a, he had a pocket full of roast beef. Because earlier in our previous conversations, you probably would have said roast beef can't be a snack. Interesting. I see where you're going with that. You saw an, you saw I saw to, an opening. Yeah, you saw an opening. You took and, it. And, and you walked into the trap. You admitted that roast beef could be a snack. Let's move on from there. I feel like it can be if it's in your front shirt pocket. Fine. But we agree that roast beef can be a snack. If it's in your front shirt pocket. Mike and Tom eat snacks on the internet. I'm going to take a bite. How's that do you? Not bad at all. Really, huh? Not bad. I uh, mean, you know, hummus comes in a lot of different varieties. A lot and of sizes and shapes. This one has, uh, uh, this is a little bit pungent. It's definitely for garlic lovers, and I am a garlic lover. Yeah. So, yeah, this rates pretty highly for me in terms of hummus. Holy hen in a handbasket. That's good. This raises an interesting. That's just freaking great right there. Uh, point of discussion that we've never had because we've never had this kind of snack before. No, we never had a healthy snack. 
Yeah, but that's not even where I'm going with this. I'm going with the dip conversation and the idea of the double dip, which I feel like I never even heard about that register. Ne- ne- that concept never registered in my brain until a specific and, Seinfeld until episode. Jerry came forth with that, and then you? suddenly, like that's a thing. That's all everybody wants to talk about. And I was of the opinion then, and I'm of the opinion now. I don't give a fuck. If you want to put your chip back in the dip, I don't care. What am I going to catch? It's interesting that you say that because I always felt in the minority and I feel exactly the same way. Um, and also, I kind of rule the day a little bit that they had that episode because now when you're standing at the dip, all some jackass standing beside you wants to do is like, don't double dip. Right. It's all, it's all this like lame joke that was like – it's a decade old and it wasn't really that funny now then. And it's like, hey, don't double dip. Are you, but, did you double dip? But my experience is that people aren't joking. Like no. this is a real concern for people. No, they're going to they're gonna catch the plague. Right. And they're not. No. At worst, you're going to catch herpes. At very worst. And really. Most people have it sometimes already. Sometimes that's kind of a bragging right. Yeah. If you've got herpes, you're doing something. All right, so now that I know that about you, I'm specifically double dipping. Not, not what? I can't I, believe what are you doing? I know. Not because I want to, but just because I had no choice. I used both ends of my celery. Copy but that. just the fact that it's even an issue for people, even an issue to me, just <laughs> Is it, makes me crazy. Am I, am I correct in, in detecting that you said issue first and then you thought it'd be funnier and the second time around you said issue? I was mad at myself for yeah. saying issue at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wanted to have said issue the whole time. The fact – I'm going to be kicking myself on the drive home today. Yeah. Where I'm going, why the fuck didn't I just say issue right yeah. out of the gate? Yeah, and your car will stop, start and start because mm-hmm. you're kicking yourself with your God. free foot. Um, I'm not going to d- double dip. As you know, I've had some kind of thing But I don't on. care. That's what I'm no, saying. No, I know you don't care, but I'm just out of – you know. Out of my love for you, I will not double dip. But I'm trying the carrot now with the yep. with the. Uh, now it's tricky sometimes with the carrot because you don't want you don't want it to drip. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to like be that guy that's at the party and whoa, oh, I'm sorry, I got it all over your your cashmere uh, skirt. Right. Well, the nice thing about celery is it's kind of nature's spork. His what? Nature's spork. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Celery, nature's spork. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write to the celery people and have them see if they no, want to use that. Thing. I'm not sure there's a celery people. Like oh, could, there's got to be a celery people. Last week we did planters peanuts. You could write to the planters people. You, you, I'd be willing to, to bet there's celery people. In, in, in capitalist America, Go on. everybody is saying, how can I get a larger slice of the pie? Yeah. That's got to include celery growers. I don't feel like celery growers are sitting back and going, we're fine. You know what I mean? Do you think the celery people are trying to get ahead like everybody else? I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking they, they're playing the game. They don't, they don't want to see carrots pass them by. They don't want to see sweet potatoes pass them by. No. You know? Do you think sweet? I think sweet. I don't think sweet potato passes by the celery people. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I, I know that I recently read an article that said that uh, sweet potatoes are uh, making a big a inroads, a big inroads in the culinary world. Wow. It was a big marketing campaign. There's a, like a sweet potato growers association. They're making inroads with chefs and doing special cuisine. I feel like if the celery people were smart, they would they would latch on to nature's spork. Because there's so much you can do with celery that you can't do with any other vegetable because it's a natural utensil. It's, it's an, it, it naturally holds things very well. Yeah. I think the problem with all of that is – and this is the thing that trips them up time after time. You're dealing with celery. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes celery. No. That's the problem. That's why the inroads are – it's difficult for the celery. <laughs> yeah. But you probably could have said that about sweet potatoes a few years ago. You should have said, hey, I, I, I'm making sweet potatoes. And people are going, ah. No, because I think sweet potatoes are an offshoot of the potato clan. 
And I think they can take advantage of the fact that they've got this big base behind them. People love – they need potatoes. Okay. There's a whole state devoted to potatoes. You know, There's yeah. no celery state. Yeah, welcome to Arkansas, the celery state. I see. I'd love it if Arkansas became the celery state. I think that would be actually very good for Arkansas. Both good for both partners. Right now, have we not written off Arkansas entirely? Yeah, and and, and it's not just it's not new. It's been written off for years. Yeah, you know, after Little Rock, you just you're done. You're done. Fayetteville is that? A oh, place? I'm sorry. He's the the candidates from Arkansas. No, thank oh, you. Oh, no, thank you. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill Clinton was a very good president. Yeah, but that's so long ago. Yeah. And he was, he was elected despite Arkansas. Honestly. He was elected because he could fool around with the, with the wind instrument. And I, because of, you know, guy was a little bit of a player. I – sometimes there's certain states that you kind of forget exist. Like Missouri? Yeah, Arkansas. You, like you kind of just forget about them. Kansas? Oh, that's, oh, that's there. Yeah. Kansas, I, I disagree. I feel like Kansas is – people know about Kansas. Right, well, st- but that's still there. You know, like you said, Missouri – I was just in Missouri – and then you're there and you're like, oh, this is Missouri. Forgot oh, about it. And it's big. So I'm saying if one of these states, like you, like you suggested, uh, Arkansas, takes it on their shoulders to become the celery state. Yeah, if they hitch their wagon to the celery cart, things are looking up for them. Let's oh, no it. telling where they can go. Because it's going to be a shot in the arm for the publicity mm-hmm. for the state. All the new celery campaigns that are coming out of Arkansas now, mm-hmm. people are like, you know what? This is, this is something. Right. We, we need to take a – I see the ad as this, the celery state. Arkansas, take another look. I love it. Yeah. I love it. That was for free, you Arkansans. I love it. Yeah. Um, Let's try and marry one more state to one more food just for kicks because I find the whole thing slightly amusing. Well, there's no carrot state. Okay. So let's pick carrots and let's say – let's think this through because we have to think of a state that needs – Some help. That needs it. Um, And we've also – you know, we – it's tough. It's tough because one of the things I'm thinking is maybe – and this is – call me out if, I, if I've got it wrong. But you separate the north and the south, South Dakota, the carrot state. I like it conceptually. My mm-hmm. concern is weather-wise, will they be able to grow carrots there? They, they will not. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look elsewhere. I agree with you. Right. I'm worried. You. I'm worried about South Dakota. I mean, that's an agricultural state. I don't know what 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 you need to grow carrots. I'm okay. I, you know, yeah, I, no, I, I, I like the Dakotas conceptually. I think it's very good. I, I, I like. I, I understand. Um, I mean, it's interesting. You've got you've got a state like Georgia, who's like we got the peanut. Right, and they're fine. Right. We're going to coast on that. Right. You and they also got peaches. Yeah, I mean, they're like they're, they're their riches are untold. Yeah, but you've got maybe um, see Lu- I actually, Louisiana. Would that help them at all? I mean, they've got I, some stuff. I don't think so. I think it's I think it's just going to get lost in the mix with all the other stuff. You know, largely. I'm I'm. I'm let me let me throw this out for okay, you. See ahead. see what you think about this. Alabama. No. No. Arkansas, the crudite state. I don't like it. Okay. I really don't like it. I'll tell you why. We've got a great thing going with the celery. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a specific color. Uh, the design scheme on the posters are made. It, it narrows it down to something that I think Arkansas needs to pull itself out of the doldrums. Where if it's crudite, people, I, I just know what it's going to be. Right. People can't pronounce it. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking they about. They think it's a rock. Huh? Crudite? What's crudite? What's crudite? Right. Some they don't know of, what that is. Some kind of sediment? Yeah. How about Iowa? I mean, Iowa's big in corn. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. And so no Iowa. Nebraska, same. But Nebraska maybe. Tennessee. Yeah? Tennessee maybe. Tennessee for carrots. Tennessee for carrots. Tennessee for carrots. Or should we go? Tennessee, dig deeper. You know, because it's a, it's a root yeah, vegetable. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Tennessee, they got country music. They got Elvis. They got carrots. Tennessee, dig deeper. Tennessee for and carrots. Then, and, then the, and then the tea is a carrot in Tennessee. Are we forgetting? And the and leaves from the, you know, branch off to make the whole tea. I like it. Are we forgetting the eastern seaboard states at all? I'm just, I just, I'm just running them through in my I head. I know, but who we, but, but eastern seaboard, they're, yeah. they're in good shape. You know what? Tennessee for carrots. And also the other thing, the, uh, one of the prominent colors you find in Tennessee is the orange. They love their the volunteers. T- Tennessee orange. Yeah. Absolutely. Well. I think we found our state. I think we have. Tennessee for carrots. Dig deeper. <laughs> now, we have just single-handedly on the Mates podcast pulled two fine states to the forefront of the national consciousness. Yeah. And we don't and are we getting any money for this? A little bit. Hopefully. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to say it's ra- it's rating time. Absolutely. Rating. Rating. You got to start with I mean, I'm starting with my expectation going in, which That's is That's about to say. I, I, you have to factor in exactly right. Um, both of us felt I guess we got to do it. Mhm. Yeah, we got to we got to give our loyal viewers, we got to give them something. We got to show them that we are truly at mates, friends of the snack. Yeah, we don't discriminate. But both of us coming in, we're like a whole podcast on this shit, right? And now, I love it. I'm pleasantly surprised. It's fresh. It's clean. It's good. All those things that people, the health nuts, tell you, right? It actually works. You're turned around on crudite. And yet, tomorrow, if I have to choose between. Name a snack. Cheetos. A chip or Cheetos or uh, the Petit Collier mm-hmm. or uh, any kind of shortbread. Will I, will I choose the, the crudite? No chance. No, very unlikely. Even knowing what you know now. Knowing what I know, informed as I am. Right. It says, it sa- what it says is I'm a weak man. And yet uh, it's still part of my rating. It's still part of my rating system. It has to be. Right. Knowing that I won't reach for it. Right. Ah, I hate myself. Yeah. It's awful, isn't it? Crudite is making me hate myself. These guys are saying, guys, we, we, we won you over. Mm-hmm. It's like the Rocky moment and we love each other and we got two states now. Right. They were like, now that's the, the call sign for two proud American states. Right. And you guys still won't come back to us? Like, what's your fucking problem? Mm-hmm. They, they, with good reason – Hate us. You know what it is? It's like that girl in high school, great girl, mm. the best, you know, smart and funny. You guys are perfect together. Perfect. You guys laugh and I, you're so great together. Right. And then look at look at Jessica over there. I want to go fuck Jessica. Yeah. Even though I know Jessica's trash. She's an idiot. Even though she's I know so she's going to leave me. Dumb. Oh. And she won't have me to begin with. No. But if I could choose between the person who's unbelievable, mm-hmm. who, who will go on for an unbelievable career and is intelligent and wonderful... You're gonna you're going after Jess. Yeah, you can't help yourself. Yeah, I can't. I can't look at those titties. I can't help myself. And that's crudite. Exactly. That's crudite. We we love you. We're having a great time. Right. Together. Let's just be friends. Come on. Can't we just hang out? You know, crudite's got a bit of a crush on you. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I like crudite. Yeah, I just well, don't have those feelings. Great I don't have those feelings for crudite. Well, why don't that you I have just for... try? Why don't you just try? Yeah. You know, you, who knows? You can't, you know. And then some, we go out. We go. Yeah. We gotta have a great time. You gotta take a leap of faith sometimes. You yeah. crudite. Just, just take a leap of faith. Maybe we go out for dinner. We, we, we have a great time. We have a nice conversation at the end. She lets me finger blast her a little bit. <laughs> and it's like this is fun. Yeah. The next day, I'm like, hey, how you hey, doing? How you doing? Wait, I mean, uh-huh. she comes in and gives you a nuzzle and a kiss in the morning. Right. You're, You're like, like, hey, back off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that much of a garlic lover, sweetheart. Now that I think about it, I think it's amazing that women still even date us. It's just an oh, there, well, an awful oh. species. What you just described is everybody's experience, and it's just we're awful. I hate myself not only because of the crudite, but but what it stands for, mm-hmm. and my my uh, my weakness with women. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. But women are worse than men. Are they? Oh, fuck yeah. No. You know that. Uh, I, I How many like girls have you like, had a crush on? I just feel like it's not true. How many girls have you had a crush on where you're like the perfect guy? You're like, oh, I'm sweet and I'm, look how nice I'm being to you. And she's like, yeah, but I want to fuck Johnny. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Johnny. He's got a tattoo. Yeah, I could get a tattoo. Not the same. Right. Well, you're going you're gonna to get a tattoo. A happy of like face a, tattoo. Yeah, you're going to get yeah. a unicorn or a yeah. happy face. Yeah, happy face or a unicorn. No, Johnny's got a fucking scorpion running yeah. up his neck. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, a, and a, someone beheaded, holding a behe- uh, beheaded person. <laughs> right. Holding their head up, right. bleeding. So you know, both, why does she like that? Both sexes are the same when it comes to that. <sighs> yeah, shallow, shallow. The humans are shallow. Yes, but the women, in fairness, will abandon the crudite much less than the men. Well, because they're they're weight obsessed and shallow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, well said. What's the rating? <sighs> you know, I'm still not we're, there. We're going to take the mail on this podcast. I'm still not there. It's a tough. I one. can't. It's. A, I, here's the thing. Yeah. I want to give it a seven. I can't. Yeah, I'm the I same can't way. get as high I'm as a seven. Way. I would love to give it a seven, but a seven would mean that I would reach for it. I'm passing up something game. else. Yeah, I'm passing up the Tostitos pizza roll that's that's burnt that's been in the oven too long. I'd rather have that. I would rather. I would rather have the like half. I'm going to shove that in my mouth, knowing it's burnt and it's awful and it's old. I'm going to. I'm going to voluntarily reach for that. Ahead of the stick of celery. Yeah. It's despicable. But you'll do it. I will do Every it. Every time. Oh, I will completely do it. Even so, having just eaten, knowing how delicious it is. It was amazing. Five. What? You're going five. No, I got to go higher. I'm going to go higher. I can't go five. Six. I got to go higher. I'm giving yeah. it a six. Same. Six. I'll see you next week.